Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. What are the Akashic Records, and how can they help us heal? Author, teacher, and channel Lisa Barnett believes that soul guidance from the Akashic Records can transform our lives, and she's here today to share some wisdom about how making this divine connection can help clear blocks and help us move forward. So are you ready to meet her? Lisa Barnett has devoted her life as a divine channel to help people connect to their divinity and receive the soul guidance that they're searching for to heal and transform their lives. Lisa is the author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, and her newest book is From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. She's also the founder and head teacher of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. You can find out more about Lisa and her work at Akashic Knowing. Lisa, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you, Karen. I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, I'm glad you're here, Lisa. Maybe we should start, just let's start at the very beginning. What are the Akashic Records? It's always a great question and sometimes complicated to explain, (laughs) but my very simple version is it is the record of your soul's journey through time immemorial. So when your soul individuated from source, billions or whatever (laughs) amount of time, because of course we can go into no real time and space, but your soul has been on a journey for a very, very long time. And everything you do as a soul is recorded in the Akasha, which is um, really the vibration energy of source, and each one of us has our own personal Akashic record. So kind of if you just imagine that when you were born, someone strapped a GoPro video to your forehead, and everything you ever did or said was recorded on that video, and then every day you'd upload that to the iCloud, and you could access it anytime. So When you were 30, you could access your three-year-old video and see what you were up to back then. Well, your Akashic record is very similar. It's literally the recording of everything you've ever been and done and includes the wonderful gifts and talents you've had in other lives, other times, places, dimensions. So lots of useful information in your Akashic record. What is it that brought you to write this book? Because this book is not just about working with the Akashic Records. It's about a, like a, a prayerful relationship with that connection. Yeah, well, the, I talk to the beings of light that keep my Akashic Records every day. So every one of us have record keepers. So not only do you have an Akashic record, this huge library of you, but you have personal librarians that are there to help you sort through all the information you have, some of the why I came here, what did I want to do, what are my gifts and talents kind of questions. So these personal 
um, librarians speak to us, which is, again, really, really useful in our lives. And so um, mine said to me one day, <laughs> it's time to write another book. And I said, okay, what are we writing about now? And they said, we're going to write a prayer book because it's so useful for humanity at this time. And I said, oh, really? Okay. Uh, why are we doing that? And they said, did you forget that you spent 10 years as a prayer counselor, prayer practitioner with the New Thought Movement, which are the Unity Churches, the Religious Science Churches. So I said, well, yeah, silly as this may sound, I actually did forget because I was really busy with like <laughs> three babies at that time. Wow. But I said, oh, okay, sounds like a good idea. I have 10 years of experience doing prayer work. So they said, we will imbue the prayers with Akashic healing energy and make them all the more powerful for humanity so that we can really get moving forward, get a big, you know, jump start on clearing old stuff so that we can move forward and create a new heaven on earth. Why do you feel that now is the right that now is the right time because we, what part of the basis of my work and what I teach is I teach a lot about the power of prayer and I'm always calling people back to that relationship, that response, right? Living our lives as a response to the divine movement in us. Why, especially now do you feel, are we being called back to prayer, back to that mm. relationship? Well, you know, as it turns out that, you know, people probably 95% of the people um, pray on the earth, you know, in one form or another, whether they're going to a church or a temple or they're praying on their own. So it's, I believe, always been very, very useful. But we're at a new time and place, you know, as we know as light workers and energy workers and kind of wise ancient souls. Right now, historically, we are creating um, a new paradigm. So many of us have come here to really shift out of the old stories and the old energy and the old programs and create a new world. And so, as we know, if we look back at, you know, the, the big, um, all the big energy around 2012 and the end of the Mayan calendar, etc., that really was a split or a shift into a new, higher vibrational paradigm. Mm -hmm. And so what the Akashic Master said is that the record, your Akashic record, is such useful information to help each and every person create their own version of heaven on earth, what we um, have as our gifts and talents to access and understand that and be able to outpicture that into the world, to to do our soul purpose work, to really open and expand our hearts. And so just galactically, the energy is in a new position. We're, we're, we're you know, more able, more of us are able to access um, these higher vibrational energies. And so this is why they said, you know, it's time now to make some big old shifts. We had the dark ages that was traumatic, you know. We, <laughs> we had the last thousand years not always so good, right? So it is now really 
um, time because it, we're so much more able energetically to create new openings, to uh, create uh, a better life for ourselves as a group. So coming together as a group and, of course, as individuals, because what the Akashic Masters remind us is when we work on ourselves, when we do healing work for ourselves, when we become conscious of old stories, um, old programs or patterns, when we can heal those for ourselves, that is helping to heal it for humanity. Mm. So bringing this forward now is kind of, um, you know, quadruply powerful than if we did this 100 years ago. Right. Well, and there are so many of us in bodies now, I think, who our GoPros are especially um, packed full of information, um, right? We've maxed out our iCloud storage and had to get the higher level subscription price because I think right. there are a lot of us in bodies right now who, who have brought in a, a lot of extra information maybe to be used in helping to facilitate that shift. So when we are able to gain access to our records, are there things in there, Lisa, that we are meant either not to be aware of this time around or not to go poking around in, or once we begin to access that, is everything open? That's a great question. Well, this is the way the Akashic Record Keepers explain it. They always say, we meet you where you are. And so there are times where we're not ready for some information at that moment, and so they may not give it to us. There may be some other steps to take first, but our information is our information. And when we're ready, they give it to us. And what they say is, is that so much of the karma has actually been cleared and released in the big etheric layers in the Akashic records, that now is time for us to understand um, and really receive the learning, the growth, the lessons around karma. So it's not about a punishment. It's really about saying, oh, I get it, right? I've been blaming someone else for that challenge. And the truth is, it's my responsibility. So as we accept and see our choices and, and take responsibility for them and, and open to uh, forgiveness and becoming conscious of so many things in the world, then that allows us to really release what we call old karma, these old stuck patterns of going around and around in a circle where, you know, we're doing back to what somebody who did something to us or we're stuck in these kind of old um, stories and patterns. So it's really time to do all of that. And the Akashic Record Keepers, your Akashic Record Keepers, want to help you facilitate that. So the information is your information. We're accessing, you know, what did I come to share? What did I come to learn? What did, you know, I come to do? What karma can I complete? What old past life vows are holding me back? These sorts of questions. So as long as we're not asking to go into someone else's records, because someone else's records are... Um, 
you know, are not available to us unless we're, you know, have consent and are doing Akashic Record readings like I do for clients. But when you're working in your very own personal records, it's really all about you. It's not about what is someone else doing or, you know, kind of questions like that. So what's accessible to you is what you're ready to hear when it's all about you. Mm. You're listening to Out of the Fog. I'm talking with Lisa Barnett. Her new book is From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. You were talking about, and I love the boundaries. I love how clean that is, that idea that you access your own records and only your records, and you don't go sticking your fingers into other people's information, that you receive what you are ready to receive that belongs to you. I also know, though, that our relationships with people can get so tangled up and things like soul contract or past life involvement or old karma can really trip us up if we're not coming into that with full awareness. So I'm wondering if you can say a little bit about soul contract and relationship and how some of the material in this book can help us ease some of those tangles as well. Mm, absolutely. So soul contracts can be a little bit um, complicated. And the general uh, way that the Akashic Masters explain it is is that before we embody, we write a soul plan. You know, just like before you start a business, you would probably write a business plan. So in that soul plan, you write soul contracts, contracts to support other people, contracts to possibly have... um, marriages or significant relationships or possibly children. We write soul contracts sometimes, not always, with our parents. So there are people who have a stronger soul contract with a sibling or a grandparent or an aunt and uncle more than the birth parents. So kind of interesting and complicated. So for all you who feel like I was born into an alien family or... (laughs) It may be because you don't have strong soul contracts with those parents specifically. Or maybe you were adopted and you you really picked some parents to get into the world. Sometimes we pick genetics more than um, the people. So it is kind of complicated, but they can be to support each other, they can be for love, and they can be around old karma or old vows. So when they're around old karma, we look at it like, um, this is something I want to complete, this is something I want to learn about and understand, so I can finish this pattern. And sometimes they're around old vows, and we often will make a vow that says, I will love you forever, especially when a loved one is possibly dying or maybe there's a tragic accident and they suddenly die and we say, oh my gosh, I will love you forever. And then we get kind of stuck in these um, patterns, which are vows or karma. So we actually come to complete them. So sometimes we marry someone we have that I'll love you forever vow with. And we do love them, but they may not be the perfect fit for this life. Mm -hmm. And then we realize that they love them, but, and, you know, we didn't come to save them or there's something else for you to do. So not every, um, not every soul contract is for a lifetime. So it may be short lived, like to finish a vow 
or to finish some old karma. Or sometimes we have a soul contract to have a child with a specific person because it has something to do genetically or, you know, uh, you know, about part of your plan. Um, but that doesn't always mean that you're going to stay with them and be married to them for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So it is very complicated. And as we can start to work in our own records or, of course, have a consultation and healing session with someone like myself, we can understand why would I pick that person? Why would I pick those parents or that, that you know, marriage? What was I thinking? And as we can get conscious about it, when we can understand what your soul was thinking, it makes it so much easier to clear stuck energy, release old patterns, clear these kind of blocks, the emotional pain and trauma that may have come from that relationship. So there's a lot of ability in your Akashic Records to understand, get really conscious about, to release, clear, heal old karma contracts and vows. One of the interesting prayers that's in that's in this book is about, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, so I apologize, but it's about releasing grief that's so awful that you hit it or that you're afraid to experience it all the way. And it And it seems like an important place to mention that what you're saying about clearing the emotional things and clearing old karmas doesn't have to mean reliving in excruciating detail all the horrific things that brought you to the place where now you want to clear it. Is that a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. Because I, th- I think sometimes when we get to that point of release, sometimes people are so afraid of the what they perceive as maybe suffering or the scariness of it or having to be confronted by these things that we hold back from our own healing and stay in the old pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one of the things that holds us back as, you know, just people in general is suppressed emotions. And, you know, it's interesting that you pick that one because as many years, which is, you know, verging on forever, is that I've worked into things like the Akashic Records. Um, it's been one of my, my interesting issues. So I had my two very best friends died when I was a teenager. And I became very, very angry with God. I said, how could you do that to me? I was supposed to, I had soul contracts to do some work with them. How could you take them away? And because I was so really angry, I literally kind of left my spiritual path at at 19 for a chunk of years, 10, 15 years, literally. And so it wasn't until later in life that I really started to pull some of this old energy up, this old anger that I had stuffed and suppressed so much that it was still affecting my life. And so I know that most of us have many, many different, you know, stories about um, suppressed emotions, right? Many people have had emotional or physical abuse. We've had trauma and abandonment. We've had, you know, grief of death and, you know, so many different pieces like that that really make us feel like, um, you know, I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to go there. And our society often doesn't, doesn't, um, support like healing through grief, right? It's almost like, oh my gosh, that person's been dead for a week. Aren't you over it yet? Mm. Right? You know? Um, so we're expected to move forward really quickly. And so what we realize is these 
suppressed emotions, whatever it might be, whether it's grief or abandonment or some kind of loss or physical trauma, emotional trauma, these are often the pieces that really create dis-ease in the physical body, which turns into some sort of illness or disease in, in our lives. So part of that connection then through the Akashic Records, through the power of prayer, can really bring about healing. It seems like when you bring your awareness to that, when you're able to release it, that that could bring healing. Yes, absolutely. So as we start to get conscious, one of the things that the um, the Akashic Masters did when I channeled this book, From Questioning to Knowing, with the 73 prayers, they said, we'll talk a little bit about all these different things, like, you know, what are the Akashic records? What about, you know, abuse? And why would I have something like that in my life or challenging family relationships or, or, you know, what about jealousy or disappointment or judgment, right? So there's actually clearing prayers for 73 different things, right? (laughs) You know, and, and positive versions also. So, just getting conscious, bringing it into the consciousness, reading about it, realizing that maybe we picked this family to help to release some old vows or to clear some ancestral family influence. So as we bring that into our consciousness and realize, oh, that makes sense of why I've you know, had this pattern or this challenge or struggle, and we start to say the prayer, and for many people, we can say it, you know, three times a day for a week or a month or six months. It doesn't matter what it is for you. The deeper, the older, the more stuck often, um, you know, maybe the more times we say it. And I also have people who have read a prayer once and found just bang. (laughs) That was just it. It just popped that old pattern and they're done and on they go, right? So I'm a big fan of miracles. And, you know, and for some of us, we just like to kind of keep in that energy every day for a while. So, um, yeah, prayer is, is especially these prayers, because like I said, they're imbued with this divine source Akashic energy. It connects us to the Akashic record keepers to support us and help us to clear whatever it is that's holding us back. Now, I know that our time is running away with us. Can you let us know your website and tell listeners, I heard a rumor there were free gifts on your website. So let (laughs) listeners know. Absolutely. So on my website, which is Akashic Knowing, and... um, you have the link there on your page? I, I, sure, I do. That link is akashicknowing.com. Yes. And so there are three free gifts. Um, one is an ebook with the prayers of self-love, because the Akashic Masters like us to really move into the energy of self-love. It opens so many doors. It opens doors to love with others, to other forms of abundance. So... So ebook of um, prayers of self-love, and then there's two beautiful uh, guided visualizations. There's the Akashic Column of Light, which helps you to bring you into alignment with your record keepers. And it's the perfect 
um, meditation or visualization to do as you're reading the book and saying the prayers. It's supercharging the prayers by really connecting you even further with this Akasha column of light. And then one of my favorite, favorite um, meditations is called the Rainbow Shield. And the Akashic Masters always like to remind us that when we can create boundaries for ourselves, we can be guided, guarded, and protected, and so much more in alignment with our soul purpose and our own soul path wow. just by doing the Rainbow Shield meditation every day. Wonderful. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the program. It's a very powerful book, and it's, there's a lot of what I feel is practical, really good information in there. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Karen. I so appreciate you and having me here to share the information. Oh, thank you. That was Lisa Barnett. Her new book is From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. Her website is akashicknowing.com. Now you'll see when you get there, there are those three free gifts. There's the ebook and the two guided visualizations. You'll also see that Lisa offers readings and classes. You can find out where she may be speaking or teaching near you. So go ahead and check that out. That's at akashicknowing.com. And I invite you to my website, karenhager.com. That's a great place to sign up for my every other week newsletter. You get your out of the fog minute, which is a little audio musing that I send out every couple of weeks. That website is also a good place to find out about booking a private session with me about classes and whatever else is happening in this radio show and elsewhere in my world. That's karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.